Good evening, gentlemen. Well, hello there. Hey, now. Hey. How's everybody feeling on this beautiful Thursday? Good, 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 man. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Nick? Klein? I'm, I'm doing Ann? I'm doing well also. It's yeah. uh it, it is in fact Thursday. Uh feels like a Sunday. Feels like uh <laughs> feels like we don't have any school tomorrow because tomorrow's Labor Day, but it is in fact Thursday. That's right. Exactly. So exactly. I'm a little disoriented to be honest. But um, it's it I think that's understandable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh no, good day. Played a lot. And uh and I made some hot sauce with these Trinidad scorpions. Oh, holy oh. crap, guys! I even wow. cooked it outside, and still arms—I can still feel it. It's burning. Yeah, I had dude. gloves. <sighs> I had gloves. I've only ever made hot sauce once, and it was an absolute disaster. Everyone had to like mm. flee the house. Oh, know, I cooked like, it outside. I cooked yeah. it outside. Yeah, that was hard, but it's still—I mean, you're, you're talking <sighs> some some crazy heat. What's the Scoville units on that? The Scoville unit on the Trinidad Scorpion? That's a fantastic question, Jay. Let me get you an answer to that. Thank uh, you. Here. <laughs> Looking for the SCUs here. I understand. We're talking uh, averages about 1.2 million. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's up there. It's, that, it's in like the top five. Damage. Top 10 yeah. hottest peppers. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's an angry, angry, angry little red thing. That yeah, is, so. Uh, not even yeah. little. It just looks like a. Like a like a like a habanero that just got really pissed off. <laughs> oh, God. So have you tried said hot sauce? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has anybody else tried said hot sauce? Everybody tried it. Wow. Everybody tried it. It's Even your delicious. Boys? Oh, it's delicious. I can't get into the process. We're not a cooking show. But it was. Uh, <laughs> it involved candied mangoes that soaked for a while and some. Oh my goodness. In some, in some boiled oh water that then I put some apple cider into and mashed it all together. It was oh, it's glorious. Screw the music, man. I want to hear about this. This is crazy. Yeah. It, wait, your Good boys. Good flavor, but it, it's absurdly, absurdly spicy. Your boys were were doing this hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Everybody tried it. I oh, not, no coaxing necessary. I didn't. Uh, wow. We're growing. Mm. We're growing the peppers. We're growing the peppers in the back, and we've got a ton of them. And so it was. Now, uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Are you just talking about like a little, little like, eensy yes. dip? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, a touch. A touch yeah, to the they're chip. putting. They're putting. You know, like a like a like a half teaspoon on their plate, and then dabbing it with stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then like just drinking a lot of water. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's you, tough to get the flavor out of it because it's so daggone hot. Yeah. Yeah, you do have a rosy hue to your cheeks today. I'm my face has been on fire because again with the scove the capsation just just yeah. I, I just I was in a fog. I think yeah. the, the humidity was right, so it just hung right there, right right oh, on on the grill. Man. I had the burner on. Oh, it's cooked. Oh, that's a fun day. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but again, it's Thursday, so I don't know why I feel this way. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. well, Greg, how do you feel about hot sauce? Are you in? It's it's funny, man. I've actually um, here's my thing. Have you warmed okay. up to it? I Ooh. very funny. Ooh, dad joke. Um, I uh, like the idea of trying really hot stuff. Okay. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it when it like you know lingers for a long time and stuff, mm-hmm. I, I can be in the mood to do that. But I don't like being hungry and then have and then being like oh and but I, I have to like go there i have you know mm. oh, i like yeah. to i like to keep my food and my like hot sauce kind of stuff separated yeah you understand it's more of an I mean? adventure than a meal I'm with you. yeah, I'm with yeah you. exactly <clears throat> um and it's funny because i was at in france at my cousin's wedding at the end of the night they started passing on this so they're like you guys, you guys gotta try this somebody was like pranking a little bit you know oh. i knew something was up and, and you know, and I and I, I figured out. Oh, okay, they put they got some ridiculous sauce from Hot Ones or something, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. poured like three drops into like an entire bottle of vodka. But even that <laughs> will like completely destroy your mouth for like a half hour or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right, I want to try it. Like, let's go. Come on, because you know everyone's kind of having a hoot with it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I went for it, and I was like, oh God, what was I thinking? This is awful. <laughs> you know, blah blah blah. But then like about an hour later, I was like. You give me some more of that. Yeah, let, let me try me that again. That, yeah. <laughs> that was an adventure. It was an adventure, but it wasn't yeah. dinner. You know. Yes. That's that's the part, and then it's, I feel like I always like to be it. able to add it to my own when I'm ready. So you can you can eat that's some, and then I'm like, all right, I'm ready for a party. Let's do this. Yeah. That's not to say that I don't like spicy food, but as far as getting like going crazy with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I don't want to be doing that at at during a meal. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
in mixed company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows what can exactly. happen? <laughs> yeah. Like I would do I would try the hot one stuff. I don't know how far I'd get, but I would try that. But I, sure. I would try not to go like super hungry and be like, oh my God, I really need to like I'm so hungry, yeah. but God, it's gonna be so painful to eat this. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what I don't I don't like that feeling. <laughs> All right. Well that's what, that's go. where we stand on hot sauce. Jay, what about you? You know, I am a recent convert to hot sauce. Uh, you know, I've always liked like buffalo wings, that's about the mm-hmm. you know a mild to maybe medium mm-hmm. buffalo wing was about as ever. Yeah, ever cluck as you, spicy. If you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had cluck you, you guys, for the first time in like twenty years. What's oh, crazy? Yeah. You brought that up. It's so uh, great. That was, was that was a staple of College Park. It was after the like worst gig ever that I was telling you guys about last <laughs> week. The <laughs> only place that was open was up in Pennsylvania. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Wow. And I was telling them all about uh, the Tupac that worked at ours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, there's this guy who was like, <laughs> it, it was so weird. He just, he just, we worked at Clark U and he looked and he looked just like Tupac and he had oh, the yeah. bandana and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, but yeah. That, <laughs> yeah sorry. Clark U was no, that's fine. Um, not renowned for their spicy wings, and renowned for their thick wings. Thick, mm-hmm. thick wings. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was never a big hot sauce guy, but I don't know. You just get old enough and I just got. And decided you need to, something. to try it and then all yeah. of a sudden like it livens up a, a taco tuesday mm-hmm. you know when you're just sitting oh, yeah. in front of your computer all day long you know wondering where your life went you know into a series of clicks and boxes that you're making on a right. screen right and you can actually you know make some dinner and experience life again yeah. through mm-hmm. the magic and live of, a hot, of hot sauce mm-hmm. live a mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. It, and it makes my son laugh you know because i run around and you know, my head sweats and oh, 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 nice. <laughs> oh, cool. So he likes watching. He likes oh, watching oh, dad. Okay. It's deal fun with for spicy food. Oh, cool. Fun for all. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, gentlemen, we have our own spicy hot sauce coming for you tonight. <laughs> yeah. sure uh, we got a big episode tonight. So why don't you say we get things started? Let's do it. You should check it Yes, that's right. Coming at you nice, hot, and toasty on a beautiful Thursday. This is, you should check it out. Uh, this is episode 161. 161, 161. Mm-hmm. Uh, My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we have an awesome show for you tonight. As I already alluded to, Greg is mm-hmm. up. No, I'm sorry. Nick is up first. He's got a very cool article about, yeah. uh, you know, the social media things and some influencers and I, i'm hoping to get some insight into oh this ties so many things together guys so many things we've talked about works. that oh excellent yeah excellent yeah greg's gonna be talking great. about a uh, awesome live stream that just happened uh this past weekend and i'm gonna be rounding things off um talking about little babies little babies oh, can't Sing wait little babies can't wait <laughs> i'm excited for that one so Ooh. without further ado nick thank you very much jay um yes. before we get started this album dropped this past week. Not something I typically would bring to the table, but I was working to it and like, and really, really enjoying it. Got a little bit of um, some Steve Reich vibes from it. Nice. It was, it was real uh-huh. good, like thinking, working music. Excellent. Um, but this is this new album by the Bahasolators. Uh-huh. Um, and this song is called Amorpha. Like an oh, hour yeah. of that. I love it. I love brain, it. Brain, 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 <laughs> brain, 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 brain. <laughs> no, I love working in music like that. Although I, I will say, 
listening to music like that or any Steve Reich or anything that's real re- repetitive like that, mm-hmm. it, it's great, but it does not it does not make the time go by too quickly. No, if you're For trying to if least. you're trying to if you're trying to run the clock while doing the work, <laughs> no, no, you're you're aware of each second as it passes. Yeah. Um, but but if you're trying to do some deep thinking or some writing, it's kind of it. helpful to stay in the moment and not lose track of what you were trying to work through. So absolutely. So it was useful for that for me Bossily. this past week. Reminds like yeah. Reminds me of Philip Glass, too. You know what? Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely right. Um, what was the one with the, like, for, like, 12 drummers? That That is Steve Reich, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Music yes, for, that's Steve Reich. Okay. okay. That's that's the one that that's the one that came to mind. The one with the, all of the the vi- you know the the vibes and all that kind yep. of in, interweaving. But boys, I have a story for oh, you. All right. That is barely a music story to be honest, but <laughs> um, but it was so funny and actually ties together a lot of different things that we've talked about on the industry side. Let's say hypothetically speaking, let's say you're a um, a, a pretty successful plastic surgeon in New Jersey. Okay. Um, and uh, not only that, but you are relatively successful on the Instagram. Um, you're kind of an influencer. Okay. Um, and you've been trying to get this darn verification badge for your account, right? This has happened to all of us, right? I, I mean, that's mm. describing my week last week. Exactly, exactly. Right. Um, what do you do? Well, if, if, you, if you're on, if you're connected to the right people. Um, there's a company that's down in Miami whose name is not provided in this story uh, from ProPublica that basically will charge you between $25,000 and $100,000 to get that for you in about five to six weeks. Wow, okay. The only caveat, so again, your profession is uh, whatever it may be. The only caveat is they're gonna need to turn you into a professional mu- musician that's recently gone viral. <laughs> Sign me mm. up. Right? Hmm. <laughs> what could be better than that? So ProPublica has uncovered this, this, this scheme. It's really not, I don't think, illegal. It violates every platform's terms of use. Uh, but this scheme that essentially w- uh, the, this, this well-connected guy who's well in, he's also really into NFTs because, yes, exactly right. This is mm-hmm. exactly what other things, guys that are in NFTs and successful at it are doing. Um, which is very judgy, but that's how I feel right now. Um, <laughs> which is they'll they'll take your your uh, your name and they'll make you a uh, an artist name and set you up on all the major platforms um, as an artist. They'll go ahead and upload some uh, some generic electronic sounding music that is probably under Creative Commons license or something like that, and will credit some original composer as some gobbledygook. Um, and will then pay press release uh, companies, you know, a couple hundred bucks a pop to do a bunch of press releases about you, this artist that just came out with this music. And then they'll take a streaming farm, um, a bot network, and they'll run up your play count on your artist profile. Uh, and then they'll go ahead and do a couple more P re- uh, PR releases that, that drop. And then in a, a couple weeks time with about, you know, I don't know, Three three thousand bucks in on their part, they'll get you essentially a Google search result for your name that will show that you are a within the blended search results of Google that'll show an artist's profile, a musician artist's like profile, actual within Google search on. engine. It okay. will show basically a verified artist profile because you're appearing in all of these news sources, you're streaming, uh, you're streaming on all of these different platforms. Your view counts or, or play counts are have in fact been spiking. Um, and Google, of course, their algorithm doesn't want to miss when a new artist comes up, which honestly can be week to week with with the way the kids follow stuff. Sure. So you get this artist profile and then <clears throat> then this these guys down in Miami can take that artist profile, go back to Instagram and say, this is who this person is. And Instagram, one of their quick pass-throughs is having a verified Google search result um, where Google's done the work it's for like, them. It's like TSA so, Pre or something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. essentially. It's basically, yeah, they're basically, it's like, well, Google's, Google's algorithm has deemed you a, 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 <laughs> a verified individual with this profile. Yeah. So you're safe. Yeah, so so we'll go ahead and, yeah, that saves us a couple hundred bucks worth of contract investigating that we have to do. So this, this, this all seems like a very <laughs> above board, streamlined operation. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, just if I was hypothetically not really into, you know, Instagram and, 
that social media scene. What's the big deal about having a verified account? Like, what's the what's the cachet in that? I feel like uh, Greg, do you want to take a, ta- a stab at this? Because I, I can. I, I, the 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 reality Go is, if it. you're if you're at 150,000 followers, um, which th- this this whole piece starts off with this this Dr. Martin Jugenberg, who is actually currently had his license suspended to to do plastic surgery because he's being sued by his patients for posting Instagrams of the procedures Boy, um, without getting them signing off on it. So he's got you know 150,000 followers on Instagram. So you're going to get into more feeds. I, I think. I think also you're going to get a lot more advertising opportunities, uh-huh. um, uh, because there are definitely ad <clears throat> ad networks that will work with you if you have the check, if you have the blue the, the check mark. If you're verified and you're uh, you know legit and you're and you've got all these followers and you're in this this um, talking about this subject matter that you know their product correlates to, then they'll go ahead and sign you up and get you some some money. I don't know if what the case was for this guy. Um, I seem, it seems like a lot of this stuff might be. Ego driven, possibly. Yeah. So the covet they call it the coveted blue tick. Um, yeah. Well, th- there's definitely a, f- a few things that you can actually do. Right. Um, like for instance, in the stories feature mm-hmm. of Instagram, which is kind of like uh, when you sort of post something but only for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You to, and okay. You, you look at the stories. Yeah. Um, they'll be like, if if you have the blue check, and then you can actually put a let's say a flyer of an event you're trying to raise awareness for mm. and then you'll say it'll say swipe up and if just by doing that swipe up now you're suddenly at the ticket link or whatever link uh-huh. you can set ah, it to so you, can get you a can't shortcut. do that unless you have that click or 10,000 followers I think so that's you can so have under 10,000 features yes mm-hmm. exactly that you can't just do from just having any regular uh, Instagram account so gotcha yeah yeah so basically, the, the way this story is presented is um, real money, fake musicians inside a multi-million dollar Instagram verification scheme. Um, and, and really what it comes down to is that getting you, that because, to me, the interesting kind of meta story underneath of it is that, that because Google is trying to keep up with how quickly trends change in music, yeah. their yeah. verification process for getting a you know, verified musician is relatively straightforward and, and essentially what this is is really complicated spam. Um, this yeah. is, I mean, they're really just spamming Google's search engine to get them to show a result that's not actually real um, yeah. in, in order to go over to Instagram and, and verify so that, you know, and, and, and I guess $25,000 depending, I mean, it, it on, depending is, on what's what you can do with that, I mean, that might that it, might be worth it. It is super clever what these guys are doing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that they came up with the idea that, hey, Google will pay attention to us if we have a Spotify account. And it doesn't matter what the quality or content of the music is. As long as we've farmed enough, mm-hmm. you know, streams of those songs, then mm-hmm. Google will take us take us seriously. Oh, and we, you know, throw in a couple, like, fake articles on relatively respectful Respect yeah. of, respectable websites yeah, that they've you, just copied and pasted and replaced the names. Few few hundred few hundred five hundred six hundred bucks to get it put into the PR news. They found the way. And, yeah. They found the way to Google's algorithmic heart, mm-hmm. and then that's like the key to the kingdom. Yeah. So uh, and and that's the other thing. This is the, this is the dark side of SEO is really which is like what <laughs> was my end around into the, the that should be the name and, of your autobiography. Nick. The What's dark that? side of SEO. <laughs> no, no, there's there's plenty of that do it. I've never, I, I don't enjoy any the of Nick that. Klein <laughs> the Nick story. Yeah. The dark side of SEO, the Nick Klein well, thing, story. Things, are, things will have to take a turn from where I am right now. And so I don't, I hope that's not the story, but um, <laughs> no. So it, it, I mean, it wove in like, you know, um, uh, streaming farm, like the bot network streaming farms that we've talked about, but from a different angle, this isn't so that the artist can get paid. Right. Uh, for the stream, the music mm. is completely irrelevant. Re- irrelevant, really. Yeah, it has no ba- it, it has no relevance at all. It doesn't really uh, matter it, if anybody goes and, and, and looks at their page. It really just exposes and verifies, <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> word, just how worthless like music has become. Yes, stream counts, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, right. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to say music, but like the way that. The way that how worthless music has is uh, how worthless I, an artist profile it's on these platforms it, is. Yeah. yeah, no, but just like thinking about how um, you know it's just it's not 
you don't have to pay for it. Nobody does anymore, right? To act, mm -hmm. to have access to it. This is how easy it is to present yourself as a legitimate, yeah, bona fide like this, this, musician these aren't artist. Even real, these aren't even real artists. These people don't and play they have art. 14, they don't play plays. They, they, they don't yeah. even, yeah. And it's because it, nobody even notices because none of it is worth it, it. It's just not valued. I'm not saying it's actually worthless. Obviously, music is means so the world to us, you know. Mm -hmm. right. But the play the count or whatever yes the product that, that that is being the way that it's being presented to us right now is pretty much worthless because Worth, yeah. we don't have to pay for any for it so it's like we get what we pay for right yeah mm -hmm. yeah does that make sense something yeah. that's yeah. to struggle with yeah I, yeah I hadn't tied it back to like the having to pay for music as much as it is like it, anybody it, it's really it's like a signal versus noise there's so much noise it's so easy to get to be a band and get onto these platforms, which, you know, I'm glad. It should be that way, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't want it to cost yeah. five thousand dollars when we do our, you know, our our, our project yeah, to, just to, to try to get just... that put on something. Like, right. 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 of course not. No, and, and it, yeah, and, but it's just it's an interesting thing to see it being abused. It, yeah, yeah. it's it's like the it's the it's the ebb and flow of like a legitimate open system or as close to open as, as and that's what limit testing is going on right now is just. Like this obviously will become a, a, this will go to some important people at Google as far as, and, and probably make it harder to have verified musician pages or they'll probably have a sandbox for it, which, you know, which is kind of counter with the, to what they're trying to do, which is stay on top of trends in music. Right. Um, so, you know, that it's, it's, it's a juggling act. It's, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care if there's like five million fake accounts on Spotify, really, mm -hmm. because they'll come and go. You know, like, and I and I, I agree with you, Nick. Like, I would rather have easy access. If you want to put your music on Spotify, it should be easy to put your music on Spotify, in my opinion. Right, mm -hmm. right. Um, so I, I'm fine with anyone putting whatever crap they want to on Spotify. I think the the thing with this story is that guys were smart enough to be able to leverage that to a more effective end on Instagram. And really, mm -hmm. like, the onus should be on Meta and Instagram and Facebook to have better ch safeguards in place to make sure that these are real people mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. which means making getting the verification check mark probably a little bit harder right which so I it, don't it, there's a cost that. somewhere no i don't either because it doesn't affect you <laughs> right. but if, if that was your thing that would be a huge pain in the butt i guess so but if you ain't got nothing to hide right i mean if you're really a no, real but if you're person legit, doing if, stuff in the world like mm -hmm. then you should be able to get that check right I but i but you but you probably have to pay for it i don't think you do I think you just apply, and it's not. There's not really a, a said rhyme or reason as to how some people get it and some people don't. Like some people who you would think would be able to get it easily aren't able to, and then other people mm. are. So I, 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 there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, there supposedly it must have is. been a fast. It's just another algorithm. It's just another strange <laughs> thing that we're all trying <laughs> it, to chase, you know? Yeah, it must be Meta's because Meta is Facebook and Instagram, same people. So it must be that they had like a fast track for musicians as well, yeah. Um, into like a, a verification process that's quicker than other industries or something yeah. like that. Anyway, it's fascinating, yeah. man. It's really that was a really cool article. Yeah, it's a wild one. That's what I got, Gregorius. Right on. Yo, well, uh, thanks, Nick. That's a, that's yeah. really interesting. I I, I do. Uh, think it's really interesting to keep an eye on these things even though it's not music related it is music platform related it affects musicians ultimately. You know, and yeah totally do we have our check yet greg i know but i haven't applied <laughs> so i may need a copy of your government issued id we're not a viable <laughs> entity guys i don't i don't know that that's gonna work out <laughs> dang it but yeah it's uh it is uh it, it, this the, the way the social media is is these days and everything i mean i noticed from from doing some for the red knot chili peppers that uh if you do like a uh, a reel mm -hmm. it gets so much more attention than a hmm. still photo would and, mm -hmm. so, and it's because instagram is kind of trying to become more like tiktok so if yeah. you, when you're going through instagram now it's all videos that are vertical you know and mm -hmm. right you could be a lot of people add captions which you figure which you figure like Oh, if someone's in a on the bus and they don't have their earbuds in. They'll still watch your video if it has captions. Right. Mm -hmm. right. But if you're up there talking and there's nothing and they can't hear it or they whatever, they're yeah. gonna go to the next one. So, 
just weird little it's it's always evolving it's like you're constantly chasing this thing and then mm-hmm. the algorithm is like eh, nobody wants to see still photos anymore guys like make us real <laughs> so and then you'll get seen i just got my filters yeah, I just got my right. filters. <laughs> I just got my filters. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's shift gears. Um, yeah, as uh, Jay mentioned, there was a live stream. I woke up yesterday, uh, you know, West Coast time. Uh, you know, morning, coffee time. It's about like, it's about 8 a.m. And I'm uh, actually on social media. And someone's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, Liam Gallagher, uh, at singing Live Forever with uh, Dave Grohl on drums was so inspiring. And I was like, oh, is that Taylor Hawkins tribute oh, concert the tribute in concert. London? Is yeah. that happening right now? Oh, okay. And so I said, oh, yeah, let me tune in. And uh, sure enough, it was the, a live stream happening. And it was Wembley Stadium, and it was sold out. Like, it's just full of people. It's like 100,000 like people. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. So I tuned in and watched uh, for a little while. I did not watch even close to, like, half of it. It was a six-hour all day, marathon. day yeah, long, all day and yeah. all night. Yeah, I have to say though, um, we should we should listen to something. Um, actually, can we put on Liam Gallagher with the Foo Fighters? This is they also did "Live Forever," which is a great Oasis tune. Nice, cool, cool. Maybe I don't really wanna you got it gross Cause I just wanna fly Lately Did you ever feel the pain In the morning rain I soak shit to the power And maybe I just wanna fly Wanna live but don't wanna die Maybe I just wanna breathe Maybe I just don't believe Maybe you're the same as me We'll see things I'll never say So, yeah, it sounds pretty killer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, d- since the death of Taylor Hawkins, which was what, like f- four months ago? Four or five months ago, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been any statement from Foo Fighters or Dave Grohl right. about it. This was the statement that, like, finally came, but it was in the mm. form of, uh, of a six-hour show. And <gasps> so... I I tuned in right after that. I I didn't see that last that clip. That that was sort of the first set was oh basically Liam Gallagher with Foo Fighters. Then basically it was Chic, like Nile Rodgers, uh, <laughs> with um, Josh Homey singing "Let's Dance." You know, so I was like, "What the?" You know, what I mean? like, "Come on." <laughs> and then yeah, they I couldn't out, get my uh, head around this man. Every time I tuned in, they were playing like some random song. Like, what was the what was the arc of this of this concert? I, I mean, it, it really, I think it was just in the spirit of just jamming and having a good time. Okay. There's definitely, um, I, I mean, th- I'm going to go through this list as quickly as I can. Yeah, uh, do It's this. a long list. Um, but I just don't want to miss anything. Uh, so after Sheik, which also featured Omar Hakim on drums. Oh, nice. Bad boy. They brought out tr- uh, Taylor's old band Chev- Chevy Metal, which was like a kind of an 80s rock party band. <laughs> that, yeah, that makes sense. So they brought sense. out those guys. Um uh, Kesha did a song with them, and then another band that he was in called the Coattail Riders, and they brought out your boy Justin Hawkins from the Darkness. <laughs> I saw that. Who was yeah. like just like dre- wearing this amazing like one piece, yeah, as, as he, he does. does, and just singing his yep. butt off. And then they brought on Wolfgang Van Halen. Huh. Mm. And you got to hear uh, this is uh, them playing a Van Halen song called "On Fire." This is Josh Freese on drums, Dave Grohl on bass, Justin Hawkins. From the Darkness singing and uh, Wolfgang Van Halen.
pretty good. Oh, huh? that's killer, dude. Oh nice. man. Nice. I mean that that sounds pretty crushing to me. Dude, that yeah. was yeah, that was that was on. That was spot yeah. on. Okay, so after that, Violet Grohl came on. It was Dave's oh. daughter, and she okay. sang a, a a set of uh, Jeff Buckley songs, mm. and did a good job, cool. uh, which obviously is hard for that. Yeah. Uh, then then Supergrass came out and did a set. When I say wow. a set, I'm doing like th- talking like two three songs max. Okay. okay. I'll just say save time. Then them Crooked Vultures came out and did a set, which is oh wow, uh, you know Dave Grohl, Josh Homme, John Paul Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Pretenders did a set with Dave Grohl, <laughs> and then James Gang did a set. Keep going, because the names get bigger. Oh, way bigger! And then Mark Ronson came out with Violet Grohl and did like Valerie, and then like Lars Ulrich and Brian Johnson came out and they started doing ACDC songs, <laughs> <laughs> and then Stuart Copeland came out, yeah, and they and the did to a couple a couple of police songs, and then. Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson came yeah, out they and they did like a heavy set of Rush stuff yep. and then Brian May and Roger Taylor from Queen came out and they did a set of Queen stuff like four or five songs and then <laughs> Foo Fighters like finished out the night but with like different drumming you know guests so first it was Josh Freese then it was Travis Barker then Nandy Bushell who was like this kind of like kid prodigy that went viral mm-hmm. um Someone named Rufus Taylor, who I don't know. I Rufus and Taylor then, is Roger Taylor from Queen's son, and he plays in the darkness. Oh, oh. well, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. You've mentioned him before. Didn't know, didn't have the Rufus Tiger Taylor. Awesome. Well, there you go. Taylor. Awesome. And then you had <laughs> Paul McCartney come out. Oh. Who? You know. <laughs> so, pretty epic show if you got to go. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I'll say. Holy crap. Yeah. So, by the end, you've got like... Lars Ulrich and like Paul McCartney <laughs> and Getty Lee like standing you can see them kind of like chatting you know? <laughs> you're like how wow. weird yeah wait Metallica the Beatles and Rush just all hanging I forgot, out there was one that, that I that I forgot to mention though it was the second this is like basically the, the finale of the night which was pretty moving because they had uh, Shane Hawkins Taylor's 16 year old oh man son. Okay, this, this I saw this yeah. is this is epic man it's pretty epic man so let's 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 go out. Uh, you know, we 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 talked a lot about Taylor Hawkins on you know when he passed away. Yeah. So we don't have to go on and on. Um, but I thought everyone should uh, at least know that this ha- happened in case you didn't, um, and try to find a video of it. Although it's, I, I think that it, they've kind of been taken down quickly. But yeah, because they're going to sell them. Oh yeah. For, okay. They're, yeah, they're, they're basically going to sell it as like a benefit thing. I think. Right on. Well, um, I, it'd probably be worth p- paying for if you're a fan of these uh, these artists. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure it'll be a, for a good cause. So, without further ado, Shane Hawkins with Foo Fighters playing "My Hero." Shane starts this song.
Nice job. Nice job, Shane. Yeah. yeah. 16. So awesome. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. I didn't yeah. know what to expect when I heard about, you know, the, his son Shane is going to be stepping up to the kit. You just never know. But as soon as, like, you hear what this kid, kid is capable of, it was just, mm-hmm. just mind-blowing. It sounded so yeah. good. <laughs> it looked just like him, too. Like, the yeah, same mannerisms like hover- and everything. Yeah, he hovers over the kid <clears throat> kind of yep. the same way. Yep. Of course, very he touching, he very watching moving. his dad. Yeah. Uh, yep. But I, I do have to say, I think that there's a chance that this event will really kind of... It's like a really good thing for, for rock music. Yeah. To, to do, be able mm-hmm. to put on, like, like you can't... There's not too many other genres of music where you could do that, I think. It's been, like, six hours of just, like, it's legends crazy. coming yeah. on and, like, and like really being entertaining. I would have watched the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I might, you know, at some point. Yeah, who, who knows? It's It was fun to watch because... Really, he's like, I don't know who's next. Like, yeah. it could be anybody. Elton John came out, right? Is that true? <laughs> Elton John did sent like a, a video. Oh, okay. Um, All right, that makes sense. His touring schedule did not allow for the mm. concert. <laughs> Didn't he um, retire ten years ago? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but anyway, no, it's amazing so how many, yeah, how much connection the Foo Fighters had to the rock world yeah. and clearly that he was able to bring in all these yeah. people and to just kind of play like such a loved artist yeah to just kind of play songs that I, I assume the theme was songs that Taylor liked yeah or yeah, influences much. of Taylor yeah yeah exactly yeah so cool classics yeah. and, and you know what you got to be completely honest like I can't imagine that he would have wanted I can't imagine that he would have had like a it's probably the perfect send-off as far as he's concerned you, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, the dude was just such like a, just such yeah. an extrovert, like just yeah. amazing, amazing guy. So yeah. having all all of his friends come out and just do a kick-ass concert, that seems that seems perfect. Yeah, definitely. Like someone who's like never lost that, um, like joy. Dude, just wants to jam. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Like rock. Like let's rock. Exuberance. It's like an exuberance. Yeah. And I think yeah. that yeah, the the, the that. I'm imagining Dave Grohl was the, is clearly like the main force behind it, but whoever like curated it, you know, like really, you know, managed to like capture that spirit because like you, everyone who was playing there, like you could, you could sort of tell they knew like, oh, this is actually going really well. Like we're yeah, a part yeah. of something special. Like the way that yeah. the crowd was reacting and how good the instruments were sounding. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, we're like so lucky to be a, part of this you know yeah. like i think that everyone kind of felt that way and they're gonna do another one here in la yeah the um, 27th oh yeah so wow is nice. that on the 27th that's what it says yeah oh my god that's so weird because yeah. i'm seeing roger at the staples center with the crypto.com arena or whatever now uh, uh the same night the crypto.com arena <laughs> very cool anyway cool yeah very cool that's All awesome, right. man. Well, boys, um, I got a I got a feel good story to finish yeah? this up tonight. Oh, I, I can't do, wait for but, this. But before that, I got some oh, music to play. Is it scary again? It is not. It is That'd not. be a well, weird juxtaposition know. with the with the top. Okay, it, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I hope it's not scary. I mean, it's it's musically adventurous, but hopefully not scary. No, um, Greg. Last week in your beautiful um, memorial to Joey De Francesca. Um, you brought up a collaboration that he did with Danny Gatton. Mm. Yes. And you were nice enough to share <clears throat> that uh, that album with us. And we all went out and purchased the CD. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, we were able to share it. Yeah, I went to and, the wall. And I have just... I'm absolutely in love with that album. I mean... Oh, really? great. I, just, yeah. I could not get enough of that. I, I listened to it so much this week. Awesome. And it kind of reignited my passion for Danny Gatton, and I forgot how Ooh, much I love this guy. Yeah. So um, nobody else like him. I've been listening to a whole bunch of him as well. So I wanted to play a song by Danny Gatton. This is off of a uh, an album that was released after his after his death, called uh, "Unfinished Business," and this song is called "Homage to Charlie Christian."
man. Well, not too bad. Huh? <laughs> nah. It's that, this is a dumb question. Is that that's just him, right? It is. I think he has some kind of doubler effect on there, or okay. he's actually double tracking his lines. I I can't okay. imagine anybody's able to do that physically. Okay. I, I could be wrong. If on that, anybody, but, if anybody could, it would be him. <laughs> if anybody could, it would be Danny Gatton. But I think that is a doubler pedal on that. But still, uh, remarkable and just how effortlessly he blends jazz and country and you know bluegrass and, and yeah. rockabilly I mean, and all those styles. He didn't, he didn't live that far away from you, Nick. Hmm? He was right th- down the road. That, where? Well, he used to work at, like, we got, we called it Venomans Music. Now it's the Guitar Center in Rockville. He used to yeah. oh, wow. teach okay. there. Uh, he yeah, uh, died boy. in Newburgh, Newburgh, Maryland. Yeah. All right. And uh, I want to say it's, like, up 270 from Rockville. Huh. Oh, it's, okay, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's further south. That's that's where okay. that's where he was living. My my fault, but I, no I do I do think that he used to live around the Gaithersburg area at one point, and then he got a farm down there. In okay. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, and yeah, he had uh, problems. Yeah, I read yeah. about I read about him as well from last week's conversation, and, and yeah. yeah, he'd be a good one to talk about. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, definitely like a one of a kind, and mm-hmm. just one of those people that, that they're still he has like devotees. Almost oh, yeah. like a like a Django Reinhardt, you know, like certain people. Mm-hmm. There's certain people who like only want to sound like Danny Gatton, and they yeah. like never, <clears throat> they never get close, you know. Yeah, no, no I offense. imagine. I, I kept thinking, I kept hearing a lot of Steve Morse, in what mm. he does. Oh, well, and they I, they kind yeah. of coexisted around the same times. They, That's well, true. I mean, Steve yeah, Morse yeah. is still around, but mm-hmm. yeah, I he's actually he actually just uh, he's taking a break as it turns out. Really? Um, yeah, his wife is sick. Oh. So uh, yeah, boom, boom. But um, that's just fun. That's just funny. Steve Morse, uh, he's another one. But he, Steve Morse was definitely you know way more eclectic stylistically. And Danny Gatton's like, I'm gonna do this like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Redneck, redneck jazz. Redneck jazz exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, guys, I came across a cool article uh, this yeah, week from did. the Atlantic, mm-hmm. and uh, it goes by the title "What Babies Hear When You Sing to Them." I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of a softball article, but, uh, you know, as a... Clickbait. This is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is coming at, from a guy who is a just... I can't stop singing to my babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even my five-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I drive him crazy singing to him. And especially, <laughs> you know, my, my 13-month-old daughter. You know, she gets, yeah. she gets sung to almost every minute of every day. Sure. And... Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys experience the same thing. Yeah, um, Nick, you got a, a, a grin from ear to ear. Are you a are you a, a baby singer? Oh yeah, I mean they light up. Oh yeah. Oh exactly. yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean anything to get anything to get the baby to light up and like yeah. Oh dude, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So this article it, it cites a whole bunch of you know kind of um, social psychology articles and studies that have been done. You can take that how you will, but what was interesting to me was that they actually claim that singing to your baby and cooing or talking in high tones, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you made a big poopy in your diaper. Yeah, sure. you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a stinky one. That kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. that's all an instinctual thing. Like, it's not a... Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily because you heard your parents doing it to you, or maybe it is, yeah. but it's uh, people from all countries, all cultures it's across the world language. Yep. do yeah. this kind of thing. Yeah, and they also it's like a booba da da da. It's Adam Sandler. Exactly. So some of these studies actually show that that infants actually prefer a mother's singing to speech. And um, the same thing with father figures, especially if they're singing or talking in a very high pitch. Which, you know, right up my alley. Yeah. But it is really interesting to me, like the the cross cultural thing is that um, babies will respond to you know uh, you know lullabies, even if they're sung in a different language mm-hmm. than their their native tongue. There's something about parents singing in a sing song way to their babies that yeah. that babies respond to. Yeah, and it just made me think about all the different random songs that I create on a daily basis. Totally, generally uh, focusing around 
pooping or peeing or Or waking up or eating eating, waking up cleaning it up or whatever (laughs) yep do you guys have an arsenal a stable it's nonstop, but it, but honestly, I mean, the, yeah, and and also, mom just never stopped singing when we were little, and it, we would, especially because I'm the oldest, and and my sister is six years younger than me, so, so there was oh, I mean, there was just singing, and I felt like I was in high school, and I was like, mom, come on, stop, <laughs> um, right, right. Um, and yeah, no, I absolutely, do it, to the, to do the same thing, and and yeah, everything's a song opportunity, exactly. Um, it's also exactly. yeah, it, I, I use it now because they're older as ways of communicating things that I, I am saying um, that I want them to hear, but uh, but I know they won't take seriously. So if I sing it, I can't be mad about it. Right. So. I want you to get your ass to bed and I please. said get up and get your jammies on. on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How many times do I have to tell you to flush the toilet after yeah. you go? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's true, though. It's... Um, you just start st- suddenly you're you're writing songs left and right yep. about whatever it is. It's sometimes it just, not even like a whole it, song. It's a oh, great yeah. way to get their eye too. Like I mean, it's a great yeah. way to get a baby to look at you uh, or, or a little kid to look at you is you know is to kind of do it in song because then they'll stop and kind of look. Yeah. It is almost like a first language. The, yeah. the 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 tonality is what is consistent across all language barriers yeah. or across all languages is like yeah. the specific pattern that adults use with babies. Yeah. Yeah. And and babies respond to it because that's yeah yeah it's have, just it's it's in us. But it's not always like a song. It's it's more like it can be like rhythmic or like kind of how you say something. Like I remember one one joke we had with with Jackson. I don't know how it happened, but we would get him to, to say like guacamole, but he'd be like uh-huh. guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> You know, and yeah. I don't know why, Locking but like that just it just stuck. Yeah, you know? it's just like little like like we had like sweet potato, sweet potato, sweet potato yeah. Jones. Because <laughs> he likes sweet potatoes, yeah. or he called him sweet potato Jones for some reason. It sounded you know? good. And yeah. We had and we had, had one with avocado. That into the song pretty easily. Yeah, it's like yeah. avocado. Got your avocado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just I don't know why that happens or what you know. But yeah, it's just amazing that it is. It's an instinctual thing, even for you know us. You know, we're musicians, but for non-musicians as well, obviously, oh, yeah. it just brings out the the ad lib songstress in everyone. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind yeah, of amazing. Exactly. Yeah, one of the cool points sure they is. brought up in this in this article is that well, two uh, songs can help infants identify uh, times to shift from one mode to another. Like even if you know if they haven't yeah. developed language skills yet, there could be a, a song for going to bed or a song for yeah, time for bath. The routine, the need you know, for routine. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's time to eat, and you might do these things as a parent subconsciously. Mm-hmm. You know, the, but that's one of the first things that a baby can learn to pick up as uh, the rhythm and pitch of you doing that, and like, oh, it's time to eat. Sweet. Mm-hmm. As like um, a, a trigger. Yeah. Exactly. And the other, the really cool thing, I like this that songs can create a shared context between the baby and the parent mm-hmm. before there's language. So before yeah. you can talk to them and tell them, you know, the what bond. a ball is or whatever, it there is a thing, in this case it's the song, that's a it's a form of joint attention between the mm-hmm. baby and the parent. I, I mm-hmm. think that's kind of magical and kind yeah, of special. Yeah, it's a special you know? bond. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Now this article is fantastic and mm-hmm. definitely cool. must read for any parent. It's yeah. just uh it's cool. And then the last thing is just that uh, songs can also become a part of shared family legacy, which is absolutely true in, in my family. We had just a bevy of songs that, you know, my parents sang to us that I end up singing to my kids yeah. now as well that I didn't think about until I had a kid. And I was like, oh, yeah, that one. Well, because yeah. you're tired <laughs> and you go to the place, you, what, what's that song mom sang? And then you remember it and that's right. easy. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Awesome. So that's what I got. Beautiful. Keep singing. Very keep cool. Keep singing, everybody. Keep singing. Yep. yep. Keep on singing. Keep singing and keep tuning in. And in the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch with us, Greg, how can the fine folks get in touch with us? By song or teletext Ooh, or... that'd be delightful. Uh, yeah. yeah. However uh, they want to do so. By drum circle. Okay. Perfect. Or if you are online, you could go mm-hmm. to youshouldcheckitout.com. Oh, you send us an okay. email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Say social it. media mm-hmm. on Facebook or Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at shouldcheck. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever podcasts are heard. 
spam those reviewed. spam those streams baby that's yeah. exactly we need that check yeah, we need that check yep leave and more ways than as always and as always yeah, or tell just, a friend or just listen and tell a friend yeah that, that works <laughs> and as always tell a friend you should check it out exactly yeah. exactly we'll cut you off there Greg sorry about that you're fine well done alright boys good one guys great episode yeah. yeah as um, usual yeah exactly exactly it's becoming a habit at this point mm. yeah. quality our quality our quality is yeah it's it's innate <laughs> instinctual mm. almost mm. it's innate <laughs> <laughs> So you until it's next time, or is it this has been You Should Check It Out. Innate. And you should come back <laughs> next week. And until then, we'll see ya. Goodbye. Peace, guys. See ya.